Hey friends, it's another Doable Discipleship episode, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as Linda just looks forward to calling it every Tuesday. It's the show that helps you grow. Always said with such pep. That's Linda. I'm Jason. We're on the spiritual growth team here at Saddleback. And friends, today we wanted to talk a little bit more about different types of prayer. Now, prayer is something we've talked about on uh, on the show you know, a bunch of different times in a mm-hmm. bunch of different ways. And prayer is perhaps a one of the most common in to- topics sure. of what it means to be a Christian. It's kind of like, it's one of the most closely tied things right. to what it means to be a Christian, right? You read the Bible, you pray. Right. That, that's what it means. Yeah. Right? That's what, <laughs> um, but did you know that there is more than one way to pray? What? It's It's true. And maybe you're starting to think about, okay, so what do my prayers look like? Uh-huh. I kind of really, you know, uh-huh. and we'll talk about that because there are some ways that we kind of find ourselves praying more regular, sure. you know, in the regular, but there's also some other exciting ways Ooh. that you can pray. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk first just a little bit of um, some things that what the Bible says about praying regularly praying mm-hmm. often because that then will kind of lead to these different types of prayers sure. too. So 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." So we maybe you've heard that before and you've mm-hmm. kind of just breezed over the pray continually like, well, right. that must not mean what I think it means yeah. in moving <laughs> Moving, moving forward. <laughs> so again, we'll get to that. And then uh, another uh, verse, Ephesians 6, 18. And this is, um, is Paul is talking about the armor of God. And in it, he says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. Now, supplication, kind of a big word. That's okay. one of the types of prayer we're going to talk about. And then our last verse that, that we want to preface this conversation with, Philippians 4, 6 don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Yes. Now, you may be thinking, again, how does this seem possible? How right. am I, why am I keeping told to pray in all these different ways? Well, that's kind of the purpose of our conversation. Absolutely, because I think a lot of times we think of prayer as like, okay, we get up, we have prayer at a meal time, we might have prayer at bedtime, but these verses definitely make it seem like it's a whole lot more than that. It uses continuously, at all times, about everything. And it's also, prayer seems to be more than just like specific words you say at specific times. Like, okay, now we're doing a baptism and there's a certain prayer that goes with that. Or now we're doing communion and there's a certain prayer that goes with that. So prayer is those things, but it's a whole, whole lot more. Yeah. And it, based on these passages that Jason just read, it's clearly, it's something that we're supposed to be engaged in as we go through our day, not just at moments. There are moments of prayer and set aside times for prayer, but then there's also this sense of this ongoing conversation with God. Yeah, yeah. Pray continually, but prayer to me means having to go to my special place. Right. So, are you saying I gotta just stay there forever? Forever? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. So, what we're hoping to do is just offer some insight into different ways to pray and how we can begin to live out this idea of prayer being sort of a part of all of our life. So let's talk about first some of the more familiar ways, like what we think of when we talk about prayer. And the first would be, Jason used this word earlier, supplication. 
It basically means asking God to meet our needs, like asking God for stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? Bringing my needs before God. So you might be asking for help with a problem, or you might be asking for help for healing, or whatever you're dealing with, it's coming to God and bringing your requests to Him. It can be for something that's in, you know, immediately right now, like God help me get through the next 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It might be God help me with this thing that's happening next week, next year, and next month. Um, supplication prayers under that banner are also the binding and loosing prayers. You know, Jesus says, whatever you bind in, on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be, it's like, so this idea of, <clears throat> excuse me, of, um, you were getting really into it. I was, then, <laughs> <laughs> my throat closed, <laughs> but, um, like there's, uh, passages that we can pray. And it's like, Lord, you have said in your word, this is true. Whatever you've said, like you have said, you are the God of the impossible. You are the God of the exceeding abundance. So now I bring this request to you, God, and I'm asking you. Yeah. Yeah. Often, often what we think about in this is like, is praying is I have a, I have a big problem. I have a problem. And so, you know, I will pray about it or, or people say, I'll be praying for you. Right. And these, so, so this, this idea of taking our issues, our problems to, to God and, and saying, God, you're this, so please this kind exactly. of thing. like that's that's this prayer of a supplication that we're talking about, and that is again that is a a common way that we think about prayer is is where we just go in this like okay, I need this 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 has to happen right, God, come on <laughs> right. In fact, sometimes people will say things like, "Well, I've done everything now, I'm just going to have to pray." You know, it's like yeah, I really need this. So now I'm going to ask God. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what Philippians 4, 6 is saying. Don't worry. Instead, bring it to God in prayer. Yeah. So another type that most of us are familiar with is Thanksgiving. Um, very familiar passage that says, enter his gates with Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So you might give thanks at a meal. Yeah. You might give thanks for answered prayer. Mm -hmm. you, and we're going to talk about remembering to thank God when he answers the <laughs> prayers that you prayed. Um reminding or thanking him as your provider, as the giver of good gifts, when you receive something wonderful or something good happens and you recognize and thank God for his provision. So those are the kinds of prayers. Thanksgiving and supplication are pretty familiar. Those are the ones that were like, yeah, okay, got that check. Yeah. When you think about prayer, you're probably, you're generally thinking about one of those two things, sure. right? I think, you know, it, it's, it's those classics like, you know, God help me or thank God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are the, the, those classic two. Now, there are two others that are uh, also some more familiar ones that you're like, okay, I know that, but, yeah. but maybe less um, less done. Maybe yeah. not something that you've spent a whole lot of time doing. Sure. Right? So the first of these is, is praise. And what this is, is just, it's declaring the greatness of God's character. Yeah. It's talking to God about how, awesome and he, he is mm -hmm. it's giving him that devotion it's a it, it, it's a form of worship it's a mm -hmm. you know and and so taking that time to, to say god like you are merciful mm -hmm. thank you for for showing that in my life thank yeah. you for you know and and just taking these character qualities of god these attributes of god and talking with him about those mm -hmm. in, in, in in recognizing um, just the true uniqueness, mm -hmm. the just the you know the awesomeness, the the wonder, the power, the love that comes from you know out of God's character. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, I said 
merciful, but you could talk, you know, praise God for his justice, mm-hmm. praise God for his faithfulness, mm-hmm. praise God for his closeness to you, that he is a personal, mm-hmm. loving God. Pray, you know, all the, so just finding these different things that you know to be true of God mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bringing those up in praise. That's a way that we can pray. And you yeah. can do the, and you can weave praise into your typical prayers, into mm-hmm. your quiet time prayers, into your dinner prayers, or you can just have a time of prayer just that's dedicated to just praise. Just praise. Yeah. Praise prayers. Not asking for anything, not just, yeah. just praising God. Yeah. And I, 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 I tell you, this one is worth trying out mm-hmm. because the more you talk about how wonderful God is, mm-hmm. it just like, it's like the Holy Spirit in you is going, yes, yeah, yes. And you're just filled with this, oh, you know, this joy, this elation mm-hmm. of just, you know, this love for God. And mm-hmm. you're like, wow, God is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give praise prayers a try if you haven't. Another one that, again, you, I, I'm sure that you've heard of and maybe you've engaged in it, maybe not, is confession. Now, this is probably a little, you know, it's less popular. Yeah. <laughs> talk about, but it's no less important, right? And what can confession really is at its heart is coming to terms with our sin, with sure. our mistakes, right? With where we have strayed away from God and then feeling comforted in God's forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? Confession is such a relational thing. And we're actually going to have a whole episode on yeah. confession. Uh, in uh, in a, a couple weeks or next week, I forget soon. soon. <laughs> um, but but a confession prayer again is something that is so important mm-hmm. to our relationship with God. Just like just like confessing when you've been wrong and talking about when you've been wrong and asking you know or I should say apologizing, asking mm-hmm. for forgiveness from people in your life. Sure, confession prayers with God are so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's putting that, it, it's getting you back on that right track. It's recognizing, you know, like that I have strayed from God's, per, mm-hmm. God's per- perfectness, his perfection. Right. And I've messed up and I recognize mm-hmm. that what I did is not how you want me to be. Right. And, you know, but it's not just, it's not just cold like that. No. It's not just checking that box. It's, it's the warmth then of the relational part of saying, God, thank you for always forgiving me. Absolutely. Thank you for hugging me even through this. Yep. Just saying, I'm here. I got you. Yep. Don't love you any less. Exactly. You know? And again, more on confession coming up. I know. I'm, I'm trying to sometime. hold my tongue because I have some... <laughs> so Keep it in. Keep it in. Save it for the next one. I am. Okay. So so those four area types, uh, types of prayer are, again, more of the ones that maybe are a bit familiar. Maybe you've heard of these before or more Mm -hmm. aware of them. Supplication, thanksgiving, praise, confession. But friends, this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. There are so many more ways to pray, different types of prayer, ways that Mm -hmm. we can engage prayer. Mm -hmm. And our list is not going to be exhaustive. No. But there's a few that we wanted to hit on that we thought were worth, that were extra worth sharing about today. First one that we want to talk about is the idea of breath prayers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these are just short prayers that are just offered in the moment. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle of something. Maybe you're even in a meeting and somebody is criticizing you mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or something and you're getting and you're struggling and you just offer up this old breath prayer of God, I need help right now. God, please, I need, I need baby. God, help me hold my tongue. You know, just like yep. just these little things. And this is a part of going back to those verses before of praying mm-hmm. continually. Sure. Is just being in conversation with God, of of recognizing these moments of need. Mm-hmm. Maybe where you can't step aside, you know, in that work meeting, you probably can't say, I need to take a five so I can go and talk to God about you. Because I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, that may right? not fly. Probably doesn't work great. But instead, you can have that conversation with God, even while listening to the person, even mm-hmm. while being being in the meeting, having those breath prayers of saying, God, I'm really struggling right now with some, you know, with some unkind thoughts towards, you yep. know, help me. Yep. Help me love this person the way, you know, that kind of thing. Just these. Mine is usually, hold my tongue, Lord. Hold my tongue. <laughs> you? Oh, it's a hold my tongue. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to unpack that a little bit more with ah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, so, so breath prayers, it's just, it's a, it's almost like you're sending a little text, mm-hmm. right? A text to God. Just say, you know, in the moment, just like you would text your best friend or your parent mm-hmm. or whatever it is at a time, is you know, just saying, I I need some a prayer right now, mm-hmm. or or hey, just thinking of you, or right, or I'm really happy right now. Something just happened, right? Yeah, it's I these mean, little short things. Sure, I mean, you walk outside, you see, you know, beautiful clouds in the sky. Thank you, Lord. You yeah, know, it's just even that. I think what it, what these breath prayers sort of speak to is remembering God's presence with us. You yeah, know I mean, like it's not like you have to. I mean, we talk about set aside times for prayer, but Breath prayers are a remembering that he's present with us in everything at all times. So we can just talk to him in a word or a thought. Yeah. I like that idea that being present, right? I think that's a, it's a thing that people think about a lot. Am I present in the moment? Am I living, am I living now in the moment? But a part of being fully present is living with God in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And so bringing him into those moments with you. Mm -hmm. Breath prayers. There you go. So another type of prayer that you've probably heard of is called intercessory prayer. And that's, it's defined as praying intently and steadfastly for somebody else. And so just in the research for this, we looked at Got Questions, which is just a fun website when you've got, literally you can put plain language questions into this website. And it, I think it says it has like 700 thousand answers or something like that. I've never actually tried to find something that I didn't find something related to it. You know, it's never (laughs) let me down. So pretty good site. And so the Bible talks about offering intercessory prayer in a lot of different situations and circumstances. And this is not an exhaustive list, but the Bible talks about praying for all in authority. We should be constantly praying for the leaders who oversee us, whether we like them or not, all in authority for ministers in um, it talks about praying for Jerusalem, praying for our friends, praying for our fellow countrymen, praying for the sick and for enemies or for those who persecute us. Some of these are harder than others. <laughs> it's going to be real clear there. Those who forsake us. And finally, praying for all people. So the Bible's clear that in every situation, in, in every interaction with people, there should be a component of prayer, whether it's before you enter into an interaction or while you're in the midst of it, for the people that you get along with, for the people that you don't, 
Like there's this sense that we need to bring God into all of these interactions and all of our relationships. Yeah. And there's like an extra spiritual element in talking about intercessory prayer if you wanted to get into it because Jesus is is always praying for us. you know he's right it says that the for us on our behalf and and so there is every prayer is intercessory prayer right if we wanted to get that way um but it really at its heart is it's coming to God on behalf of somebody else mm-hmm. and and in praying for that person but with some intensity it's not just like oh yeah praying for Bob. It's like coming and spending time and and spending time with God on behalf of that other person. Yeah, exactly. The the image that can sometimes go with it is like is like a lawyer that is pleading on your behalf yeah. and before a judge, mm-hmm. right? It's that it's that I am coming on behalf of my client in this case the judge or in this in this in this case the person in prayer and I am saying and I am going to the I'm pleading on your behalf. Yes. Right, yes. and this is kind of what intercessory prayer is. Now, we are going to have a whole bonus episode mm-hmm. coming later this week on intercessory prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so come back. I think that'll drop on Thursday of this week. So come back and just hear a whole fun conversation on intercessory prayer. Um, okay, a couple other uh, parts uh, or other types of prayer that mm-hmm. we wanted to mention. Next one is prayers of p- Petition. Mm-hmm. Now, petition, it's kind of, it's like supplication, mm-hmm. but without the, you know, the urgency or the determination or, 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 or that binding and loosing language, yeah. right? It's more so like you um, are just going through a prayer list that you have. Sure. And it's just saying, Lord, here are the things that I have noted down that I'm, uh, that I want to be praying for. Sure. And I'm just, I'm bringing these to you saying, God, sure. these are things that are on my heart. And I just want, I, I just want to talk about those a little bit with you. Sure. Or sometimes like when you're closing up small group and everybody has shared a request and then somebody goes through and just lists them back to the Lord. Yeah. Sometimes you may find yourself in supplication prayers or yeah. intercessory prayers at the end of small group, but yeah. more so, more generally, you're probably doing prayers of petition. Right. Which is, here are all the requests. Here's the, here's the requests. I'm bringing them to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so that's one. So again, just just a quick recap of where we're at. We've uh, we've talked about supplication, thanksgiving, praise, confession, breath prayers, intercessory prayers, petition. Wow, and we got so, we got more to go. Um, next one that we want to talk about is prayer walking. Pr- mm. Prayer walking. Mm-hmm. Now this is an interesting idea, and maybe this is something you've heard of and kind of been like, I don't really know how that works. Yeah. Uh, but prayer walking, essentially just praying for the people that you pass or encounter as you walk through an area. It could be, it could be walking around your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It could be walking through your office building. Walking right? through Target. Walking through Target or whatever it is. It's more so, yeah, it's just, as we said, it's being in that moment mm-hmm. and looking around at the people around mm-hmm. at you and just say, I'm going to, I'm going to. Talk to God about you, or mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to lift you up. I don't know what's going on in your yeah. life, but I, I but God does, mm-hmm. and so I'm just going to be part of that mm-hmm, with you right mm-hmm. now. Or um, I just want to pray coverage over yeah. an area, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to walk my neighborhood because I want I want God to cover this area right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And it and I I love the heart behind this. A, a part of the heart is just allowing yourself to be open to the pressing of the Spirit. Yeah, is 
is allowing yourself to be interrupted by the spirit of saying, Hey, I want you to pray for that person. Exactly. And you say, okay, I'm going to, and I will, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I just like that idea of that. You're walking, even if you're walking by houses, Uh huh. it's very possible that the Holy spirit could just say, you don't know these people who live here, but, but pray for them right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't you're like, and so I, I, I think the and same thing with walking around the office. And again, it doesn't have to be that I'm going to stop at each desk right. and pray. It could just be taking breath prayers mm-hmm. and tying it with prayer walking. Mm-hmm. And you're just having a conversation with God about the people that you're passing or about their ministries. If you're working a church like we yeah. do, right? Um, so, yeah. I th- so I think that's a really, it's a really neat idea. Well, and I think it, you kind of alluded to it, but it really, it attunes you. It's very easy to go through our day doing the tasks we have to do and not think about really anything else that's happening around us. We go, we do our thing and we go to the next thing. But if, if I'm walking through target, but I'm also paying attention and, Oh, that woman's toddler screaming and I'm just going to pray for her to have God's peace. And it makes me more aware of the people around me, which makes me a better Jesus follower because he was always aware of the people around him. Yeah. And it's very easy for me not to be. So when I'm consciously bringing people before the Lord it makes me more aware and more available to be used by him. Yeah. Another way that this can be done is praying in advance for something. Sure. So for example, uh, if there's a neighborhood that you really love and you're like, God, I'd love to live in this area one day, mm-hmm. you know, taking a drive or just walking through that neighborhood and just praying over it and just mm-hmm. saying, God, I just pray about this area. I'd love to be a part of this community in here mm-hmm. and just praying over it. Or if you're about to start a new job, if you got like two weeks until your new job starts, you can go to your place of future employment and just pray in advance for what God is going to do mm. um, through your time there. You yeah, know, I mean, because you may be doing a task there, but God may have you there because your life is going to impact yeah. somebody and you don't even know that yet. Totally. So God can be getting you ready. Yeah. Love it. Love it. One of the things that I have found really powerful um, is a prayer journal to keep track of the things I'm praying for, the things I'm grateful for. Um, because I think I'm going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm praying for something, it is the top of mind. That's why I'm praying about it. And yet sometimes God will then answer and my life continues on and God has you know done what I prayed for. And if I don't keep track, I forget. Yeah. I hate to admit that, but I do. <laughs> Probably not the only one. So one of the things that I've just found really powerful is to keep track of what I'm praying for, who I'm praying for, and then go back and review that. And as God moves and does whatever he, you know, however he answers to go back and make notes and say, you know, I prayed for this person. It didn't turn out the way I thought, but here's what God did. Then that helps me. It helps me with gratitude. Mm -hmm. It helps me with praise because I see his faithfulness. I see his sovereignty in situations where I'm like, well, God, here's the problem, and here's what I think you ought to do about it. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he's like, nah, nah, I got a much better <laughs> idea. But then when I actually take the time to keep track and write it down, it's like, oh, God, I see. You have such a bigger view than I do. And that helps me in my own life because when I start going through something that I'm like, well, God, this is really what I think you ought to do about this problem that I'm having. And I can remember, no, God's ways are higher than my ways. His ways are more powerful and better. And so... It helps build my own faith when I keep track of what I've prayed for, how he's responded, what I'm grateful for, because then I can see, wow, God, even when I was going through a really hard time, there were all these things that God was doing that 
I was so grateful for at that time. Mm. So it just, it refocuses me on those who he is, which helps me as I go through the next season, whatever that is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So prayer journal or um, another great way to do that or or a type of prayer. Um, Another one that I wanted to talk about is prayer markers. Sure. So this is something that that I learned from uh, Pastor Buddy Owens. Uh He talks about these a lot. And he actually learned this from his mentor, Jack Hayford, who just recently passed away. Mm. Um, but prayer markers is if you, is you set, you know, things like objects sure. and you use them as reminders yeah. to pray for certain people. Or you could do like a time of day yeah. and you pray for a certain a, a person. So for example, as Buddy talks about it, um, right, if ever he, he sees um, like a fire truck or a, um, or a, a police car or whatever mm-hmm. that's going around, he stops and he prays for, um, I think he has uh, a, a son-in-law or two or, mm-hmm. um, who are both um, um, in those areas of work. Sure. And so he'll, he'll pray for those. And he has a certain time of day that if, you know, so he just, as, he's, he, as he talks about it, he's like, for some reason, I just always look at the clock and it's 11-11. I see mm-hmm. that time. So now I have associated that time to, with praying for this person or whatever because yep. I just see it all the time. So I know, okay. God, God knows, and I will pray for this person, right? Yep. So it's just the idea of setting things or objects to remind you to pray for different people. And it may be around your house. So it may be like, I look out my window and I see this tree and that tree makes me think of so-and-so and I will pray for that person mm-hmm. when I see that tree or sure. whatever it is. Well, and a lot of us have smartphones and you can set alarms on them. You know, my kids' yeah, birthdays, I've turned them into times. And so each day... <laughs> at, you know, the time that corresponds to my daughter's birthday and the time that corresponds to my son's birthday, it just pops a little reminder on my screen, pray for. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, not that I haven't prayed for them that day, Yeah, but it's just another opportunity to remember. And so those are helpful. Yeah, definitely. There are some other ways that we can pray. Um, The Psalms, we have an entire book of, it's a prayer book in the Bible. And there are different types of prayers within it. There are prayers of praise and thanksgiving and celebrating who God is. There are prayers of, of lament. There are prayers of seeking God. There are all kinds of prayers. There's prayers of where the heck are you and what is going on prayers. Mm-hmm. So and one of the things that I love to do with the Psalms, especially, is you can pray them straight, you know, the way they're written and make that your prayer. Yeah. You can also put a name into a prayer. Um, I had a season when I was praying for somebody specific and Psalm 13 just happened to fit. How long, oh Lord, will this person struggle with their thoughts? Mm-hmm. How long, oh Lord, you know, and I just put their name in and it was really, it, it was meaningful and it was powerful and it gave words. It just gave yeah. beautiful words to what was in my heart. There have been other times when I was really confused by what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I used some of the Psalms of Lament where it's like, where are you? Yeah. Are you sleeping? What is happening? <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> but what I love about them is most of them, there are some that just end with, God, are you even there? The end. <laughs> but most Maybe of sometimes them, that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think one of the things about praying the Psalms is that they show us a, th- a couple of things about God. And number one is that, all of our emotions are safe to bring to him, whether yeah. they're, you know, praise and thanksgiving and God, you're great and awesome and mighty and wonderful. And you slay your enemies and everything's awesome. And 
God, I think you've abandoned me and I'm not really sure what's going on. Like yeah. all of that is okay to bring to him. Yeah. I had a mentor who used to say that God loves it when we wrestle with him because at least there's still contact, mm -hmm. you know, because if we get in a place with God where we're frustrated or confused or hurt or angry or whatever, and we turn and we close ourselves off and we turn away from him, that is a far, I mean, that will never bring intimacy that will never, that will work against our relationship with him. Not that he would turn from us, but when we build walls in our relationship with him, then we have to tear them back down. Yeah. <laughs> However, if we turn to him and I mean, even if we're yelling and screaming and saying, God, I don't understand. He wants that. He wants to hear that from us because at least we're still talking to him yeah. and he can handle it. And so using the Psalms as sort of a prayer book can be really helpful because God inspired some pretty amazing things mm -hmm. um, and they're captured there for us. And it says that everything that was written was for our learning. So we can use it. It yeah. is go for it. Yeah. There's, there's a whole bunch of Psalms. <laughs> 150 to be exact. So we might as well just, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's one that almost meets a, an area of, of where you're at. Exactly. There are Psalms of praise. There are Psalms of lamentation, like you said. So uh, unpack a little bit more, uh, for, for us about prayers of lamentation specifically. Well, I think. Because that's a different type of prayer too. Right. There are, there, are, there are Psalms of lamentation that we can use as prayers of lamentation, but a prayer of lamentation is a, is a specific type of prayer. Right. And it's, so lament is, it's not just complaining. Yeah. <laughs> but it's bringing our, our, that part of ourselves that's disappointed or that's disillusioned. It's like a raw honesty yeah, in moments of hurt or grief. You know, I think sometimes we're afraid to bring that part of ourselves to God, to say, God, you've disappointed me. Mm -hmm. God, I feel let down by you. I feel like I did everything you asked me to do, and here I am. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is awful, and I'm upset. I feel, I think sometimes we tell ourselves that we have to kind of get that out and then bring God like a nice polished... God, I thank you that in the midst of this trial, you are faithful. And that is still true, yeah. but sometimes that's not how we feel. Yeah. And I think if we hold back how we're really feeling from God, if we, if we try to protect him <laughs> from our anger or our fear or our disillusionment, then he can only meet us in the broken places that we bring to him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if we don't come to him and say, because if, if whatever we bring to him, he will meet us there. Yeah. We know that. But at the same time, if we refuse to engage with him at, on those things, then that, that excludes us from being able to also receive comfort in those places. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no, God can't handle my anger. No, I'm pretty sure he can. <laughs> and so learning to lament is actually learning to trust the absolute faithfulness of God never to turn his back on you. You know, yeah. people, if you were to just go full brunt with your anger at another person, at some point they're going to be like, you know what? I don't need to take this from you. Yeah. But God will never, um, you will never be, you know, as you pour your heart out to him, he's never going to be like, you know what? I've had enough. Yeah. He'll, he can receive that. He can take it. And what's amazing is when you get to the end of that lament, when you are out of words and you are out of tears and you are still the sense of his presence and the sense of his comfort in a way that I cannot explain but I can only tell you having gone through it, that when you get to the point where you're physically exhausted, you've got nothing left, 
his presence and his comfort come in a way that probably I would not have experienced had I not gone to that place. Yeah. So very powerful, powerful thing. And I think sometimes people are just afraid to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to, they think God can't take it. They were, they're like, I would never. You're right. Yeah. Raised to think that it was disrespectful. Yeah. Or that it might bring about God smiting. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. You know, that's when people joke, okay, I'm going to sit over here when the lightning comes through the roof, you know, but it's like, but God is first and foremost loving Mm -hmm. and we are his children and nothing, never when we pray, are we informing him of anything? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, wait, what happened? (laughs) I was over here doing this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's never caught off guard. He's never surprised. Yeah. We're never informing him. Why are you yelling at me? (laughs) (laughs) I think he goes finally. Yeah. Finally. Let it go. Because once you do, you're going to see that I'm here. But as long as you hold on to it, you can't receive what I have for you. Yeah. Which is a hard place to get to. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. But it's worth it. So, so, so why don't we wrap it up by talking about um, how we can also just use these pre-written prayers? Sure. To- so throughout the history of the church, there have been these incredible prayers that have been written, you know, that are godly and God honoring. And a lot of times they put words around feelings or thoughts, or just they give expression to what's inside our hearts. And those are incredibly powerful and you can pray them as they're written. You can put your name or the name of someone you're praying for into them. And they can, they can just be powerful in, again, giving you the words that you may not have. Um, you know, I think that, and they also teach us how to pray because sometimes they model the idea of God, you have said this. And so I will believe this or you've done this before. I know you'll do it again. And so sometimes using these pre-written prayers, helps teach us how we can pray and maybe in different ways or new ways. Yeah, there's a whole really popular website and app right now called pray.com that is like yeah. essentially that that's the whole thing yeah. is, is it gives you these different types of prayers for different situations and it def, it, it can read the prayers to you or mm-hmm. you can read them yourself mm-hmm. and um, it's become a, a really... Uh, really popular thing for people to just help them, you know, think about God in these different ways or think about talking with God in these different ways. Well, and I think, you know, depending on the tradition you were raised in, prayer may sound or look very specific, you know, it may look a certain way for you. Yeah. And when you begin to look at these different ways to pray, it kind of expands your prayer vocabulary. It gives you new ways to pray. It gives you new ways to think about prayer. It reminds you of of it's not just asking or it's not just thanking. I mean, there's all these other ways to pray. And so then when you think about those verses we started with praying continually, praying in all circumstances, then you begin to see, Oh, that's not actually as difficult. And it doesn't mean I'm dropping to my knees in Walmart. It means that I have this ongoing conversation with the God who is always with me. And I can talk to him about anything in a million different ways. Yeah. So, so hopefully by the end of this discussion around different types of prayer, those verses that we talked about at the beginning of praying continually or praying mm-hmm. about everything don't seem as daunting. Yeah. Because you can see all these all these different ways that I can be praying throughout my day and for, for and because of and for different things and reasons. And mm-hmm. that my conversation might 
with God isn't just on a set schedule, but it can just be a regular part of your relationship um, where you can talk with him about anything and everything, as we've kind of yeah. <laughs> talked about through this list. Um, so friends, again, I, I, I we hope that this was helpful. Hope mm-hmm. that this is something um, that you find useful. I think what we may do is put in the show notes, like a, like the list typed out. Sure. So you can kind of see these different, you know, and ha- ha- have this to take with you if you wanted sure. to as, as a reminder. Um, yeah. And again, friends, be sure to look out um, later in this week for our, our um, episode that dives deeper into intercessory prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so friends, we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day whenever you are listening to this. And um, we love you. And we'll be back with another new episode next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week.